0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. And guess what? Hashtag Basketball's projections for this season are out right now, rated on Reddit, I believe. At least I haven't been on Reddit uh, slash... Tennessee B-Ball in a very long time. Uh, potentially I was a moderator there and maybe I founded the entire thing. That's a is that a rumor? Is it not a rumor? You'll um, have to go find that out, I guess. But rated as one of the best ranking sites uh, for projections on the entire on the entire internet. That's just a fact. You can go look uh, that up on NSC B Ball on Reddit, but instead you could just go to hashtagbasketball.com, check out the new projections for the season. Uh, they just got released. Um, so far, so good. I'm, I'm I'm, reading through them. I haven't gotten through too many of them. And not a lot of weird stuff in there. Joey always has the uh, the occasional weird uh, guy here and there, weird minutes and something like that. But like, that's the whole point. Everybody's got their own opinions. And we're going to get into rankings and how we do that stuff here later. But today, first off, I got to introduce my co-host, the Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler?
1: I just want to see how long I can get the dead air going before you get annoyed, Michael. Um, dead, air,
0: dead air is not good for, for radio, and this is um, not
1: radio. <laughs> I'm well, Michael. How are you today?
0: I'm doing good. I'm getting. I feel, I'm feeling a little bit back in the swing of things uh, with basketball. I'm excited for basketball to get going with the preseason. Um, that's fun. Uh, I we're making some decent headway into these teams. Uh, and today we're doing the Brooklyn Nets because we usually we wait for the like the teams that are in turmoil to do them in case something happens. And I guess they're getting the band back together,
1: yeah, so Kevin Durant, uh, I don't know what's what's the word he rescinded his trade request? Uh,
0: I guess so. and 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 the rumor has it this is like just nobody, nobody wanted to pull the trigger on that. Like if even something well, like Desmond Bain was out of the question, which I don't I don't believe that for a second. If you if they were like we'll just give you Durant for Desmond Bain, you that that's a hundred out of a hundred times you pull the trigger. So
1: there's a lot of layers to this, right? And I don't know how deep you want to get into this because this is a fantasy basketball podcast, but yeah. um Durant called me off an Achilles a couple years ago has only played 35 and 55 games since then, um, is still phenomenal and gives you a great chance to win in the playoffs. The problem is Kevin Durant only wants to join your team if it's a title contender, so you can't trade your best player or your second best player and he's still going to want to come. And he basically took almost total control of the Nets there for a while. And so I'm assuming he's going to want that in his next stop, too. And so,
0: it's a lot to give up. Yeah, and, like, I'm sorry, but it just doesn't make a ton of logical sense. to Be like, trade me to a contender, but also trade me there, and they don't give you anything of value in return. Did Did everyone just... Did anyone and everyone just see what Rudy Gobert got back? Like... Oh, and, and Jazz that got for, for Rudy Gobert an insane amount of draft picks, insane amount of shit. And granted, he was going to Minnesota where maybe people don't want to be your play, but, like, Kevin Durant's a lot better than Rudy Gobert.
1: Well, and that ruined the market, too, right? Because, you know, Kevin Durant is better than Rudy Gobert, and everyone around the league sees that. So Brooklyn thinks to themselves, like, hey, we got to get a better deal than that. Well... What is there to better to offer than that? Like that is top dollar for a player.
0: Yeah, that's any player, right? I mean, it's more than uh, the Bulls got for Jimmy Butler. It's more than Kawhi ever went for, even though like Kawhi did, they paid a hefty price for Kawhi uh, in Toronto. And um, yeah, I I I just I can't remember a price that high. Here's Brooklyn's problem too;
1: they can't take that trade. You can't take the trade centered on picks because they traded all their first round picks to Houston to get James Harden.
0: Because they don't got none. And then they also don't get James Harden either.
1: Right. And so now they did get a a couple of Sixers picks back, but again, you don't want to tank if you don't own your own picks because you got to give them all to Houston. So you're not looking to help Houston get better. So they basically need a package like with a pick or two and a really good young player that can be a star. And if you're the Mavericks with Luca, why would you give up Luca to get Durant? You wouldn't. Not yeah. right? a... if you're Memphis with John Morant. Why would you give up John Morant to get Durant? You wouldn't, wouldn't, because John Morant's what, twelve years
0: younger? Not to not to date myself, right? But the the if you remember a long long time ago, the championship Detroit Pistons way back in the day with Ben Wallace and all that stuff, and they drafted Darko. This would be like the steal of the year when they drafted Darko second overall. And they were already contend they got the second pick in the draft. And they're already a contender. That would be the right pick. That pick, and maybe one of their young guys and a future pick for Kevin Durant. That's something like if Kevin Durant and like if it was around during that time, you know what I mean? Like that makes a lot of sense. But there aren't any teams with like a young, hot rookie who's like, Yeah, take my rookie for Kevin Durant, because we're already contenders, I'm tired of this. Like Michael Porter, you don't do Michael Porter Jr. because he's injury prone, right? Like that's the only person I can think of.
1: Yeah, and the 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 trade that you know made the rounds a little bit was the the Phoenix one at the beginning of the summer when they could have added Aiton and uh, let's put a pin in that because I think they're going to come back to that especially midseason if things aren't going well in Brooklyn and the drama has continued. Um, when Aiton becomes trade eligible, that's probably the best kind of trade they can make because I think the Suns will be willing to go out Mikael Bridges and Aiton. Maybe Cam Johnson and yeah. a, a couple of picks, and that's probably as good as it gets for Brooklyn, right? You get a, f- a number one pick from not that many years ago, and you get you know two pretty good role players, and you get a couple draft picks.
0: And DeAndre not that old, right? So like that's a pretty fun um, potential trade. We do. If you listen to the Phoenix podcast, you do. We do think they end up moving uh, Aiden at some point even though I called him DeAndre Jordan like 16 times. Um, got it right this time. I think it does seem like they probably still will move on from Aiden, especially if they're having a mediocre start to the season. Also, if you like betting on sports, right? Well, if they're having a mediocre start to the season, their odds uh, start going way down, either to make the playoffs or to make the finals or whatever. Probably a good time uh, just to take a chance, like throw 5 six, ten $6, $10 on there. Probably get really good odds. And then if KD goes there, you're back in business. I think we should do more betting. Indeed. We should do more betting talk, Tyler. It's a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous game. Well, speaking, uh, of, go
1: ahead. Uh, well, you're the you're the betting man, Michael. You're the man who knows this game better than I. So I think you would be the lead, the ringleader of this.
0: Yeah, I uh, I would say I was doing very well until like the last half of last season. I was just on a real cold streak last half of the season. I just kind of stopped. It's time to take a break. Uh, but from the bubble until last half of the season, I was I was pretty good. Um, just betting on uh, Chumba Okiki's point total uh, overs. <laughs> this is where I made like half my money. I was like nobody knows who this is. This is great. Uh, anyway, this is speaking of dangerous games. This the most dangerous game. Tyler is humans. Actually, it's it's humans. That's the uh, there's a book called the most dangerous game. But the second most dangerous game is fantasy basketball, and we're here to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Let's get into it with what we already talked about, Kevin Durant. Now that he's staying on the team, um, looking around at this roster, right? You got Kevin Durant, you got Kyrie still there. Uh, Allegedly, Ben Simmons is a person who plays basketball and is on this team. Uh, You have kind of a fantasy, uh, kind of like deep fantasy sleeper people like Nick Claxton quite a bit. Um, The great shooter, but not able to stay on the court. As much of as his brother Seth Curry, and a handful of other players who definitely have to play some minutes. Um, let's let's just when Kevin Durant decides to play, right? Because we can't assume he's not going to play. He says he's going to stay and then not play at the beginning of the season. He's got to carry the team like he did last year, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant's going to be good when he's on the court. I think it's now maybe more a question of how much is he going to be on the court. Yes.
0: And we did have to an adventure in um, God knows what that was last year with obviously Kyrie, and we'll get into that in a second. But then Harden, uh, and then everybody's just like taking turns carrying the team. Um, And then when Harden left, right, it was was KD show. So, from a fantasy basketball perspective, Still kind of the KD show. That's kind of a good thing. Also, KD finished second in per-game value last season.
1: Yeah, but again, he only played 55 games. What did he finish in totals?
0: Ooh, great question. Let me click on the totals button. Still finished sixth in totals.
1: He's He's just that good, right? But that's more where I want him. So he's actually ranked sixth in my rankings for this year. Um, Excellent. And it, it, really just, it really just comes down to games played, right? Like, I feel better about some of the other superstars playing a few more games than I do Kevin Durant. And so I don't think there's really any wrong pick up here at the top, right? Like, you're talking Durant, you're talking Jokic, you're talking Embiid, you're talking, you know... All the studs, right? All the best players. Yeah, it's wild that
0: we think of Embiid as more durable when you compare careers, right?
1: Right, and so, you know, it's kind of a pick-your-horse race. Um, I currently have him sixth. You can go a a lot of different ways with it.
0: Yeah, I I think he absolutely has to be... um, I'm not... I would say I'm not ready to do my my t- my uh, my tiers and my plateaus just yet, but it's pretty straightforward to me that Jokic is is 1A. You know, there's there's my my top tier is mostly the first round, and I break it into, you know, top A 1A 1B 1C. Jokic is by himself in 1A, but I think 1B Durant and Embiid live in that 1B for sure. Yeah,
1: and that's fine. I mean, like uh. I, I've got some guys that at the top that might might surprise you, might not. So we'll talk, we'll get into that at some other point. I
0: think. Well, here's a guy we probably need to talk about, who's also, per game wise, right, a top tier player, Kyrie Irving, who, um, I mean, I I mean I haven't been reading about Kyrie Irving uh, recently, but I don't know if. Uh, he needs to be vaccinated in order to play at-home games still? Is that still a rule or still a law within the New York He does
1: not. He is, New York City? Good. he is good to go to play all 82 games such that he is motivated and willing to play that many.
0: Exactly. So, Kevin Durant trying to leave. Uh, Kyrie allowed to play all the games. Kyrie also not known for playing all the games. Also, <laughs> Kyrie... Um, legitimately, I don't think I've ever said this before about any player. Re- sudden retirement risk? You know what I mean? Like, if he up and retired, like, in like January, like, 8th, halfway through the season, just like, I'm retiring from basketball, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, I mean, what? I don't. Do, do we really? How much do we want to talk about this? Okay, uh, maybe the we, last three. Yeah, go ahead. The last three seasons, 20, 54, 29 games. Yeah, okay, you can tell me he finished first in per game value. Man, I don't know. Do I, do I want Kyrie Irving on my fantasy team? That's really the question. Yeah. The, the, answer, I mean, for me, the answer for me is no. There's just well, too much risk. There's too much... I don't even know the word. Like, yeah, like you were saying, if he it's if he said rich. tomorrow, I'm never playing again, I would not really be that surprised. Yeah,
0: because like, you can wait. Kind of the risk of being like, well, you know, the in, this guy's injury pro. 80s injury prone, and you know, this is how he usually handles injuries, and he sits out a lot, and uh, so you can kind of expect this many games. You can kind of expect some downtime during the season. Blah 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 blah. And Kyrie, like, if Kyrie Irving played 82 games next season. Like, that's a possibility if he plays no games next season that's a possibility anywhere in between also a possibility um now. It's, no, it's, I don't, I
1: don't I'll know push what to do back on one I'll push back on one thing you said there I don't think 82 games is a possibility not at that's, all because yeah, even when I this guy know. has tried to do it since his rookie season he's tried to do it a few he's times never in there done it, never and he's the most he's ever played is 75 yep. and he's even going back to his lone year in college if you remember like he gets hurt rather frequently yes absolutely so like the injury risk is real for him and then now the i don't even know what the word is i want to call it the not wanting to play is is that it is that I what don't it is know I don't know if that's if, it I, and that's what i mean i don't want to question his desire about playing i, I don't know him
0: yeah i don't know
1: you know what I mean, like, and so I don't, I don't want to say it that way, but like, clearly there are other things too that he's just kind of like, yeah, I'm not playing, right, and
0: so sometimes for incredibly good reasons, right, uh, when he wanted. Uh, uh... Uh, justice for, uh, you know, uh, the killing of George Floyd. Very justified when he wanted uh, to respect the uh, the fact that the, the WNBA should get played, uh, paid more. Very respectable things. Also, a bunch of other uh, crazy shit that wasn't uh, very respectable at all. Let's throw all of that aside, right? Let's take all of that aside and go, listen, dear dear listener, weigh that in your own fucking mind. Whatever you want, whatever risk level you want to put on all the shit we just said, that's, I cannot give you advice on it. That's up to you. Put all that aside, let's say here we have Kyrie. Chances are, what, 50, 55 games this season per game value, legitimately has a chance to be number one in per game value. De- easily could be a top five in per game value. In Brooklyn, plenty of minutes to play. Incredible nine cap player. If you put all that risk aside, is he a first round player? Is he a first round draft pick? In your in your redraft, putting the risk aside.
1: No, I don't think so. Ooh. And here's why. Okay. okay. Um. So. We can agree that at some point Kyrie Irving tried to play pretty much every game, right? Sure. Okay. There was also 10 fewer games um, in the 2021 season. It was only 72-game season. There was some lost games in the 2020 season too, but we'll throw that out. Okay. So if you take his game totals from the last nine years. Now, I purposely cut it off at nine years because he played 71 games that year. His first two years he played 51 and 59, but I cut those out. Okay. But 71 games that year, they played 75 the next year. Okay. You to add up all those games, then add a generous ten games for saying, okay, you know, maybe in those two shorter years he would have played ten more games. That would have been a very high percentage of the games played because they only missed a few games that one year and then ten games the next year. Yeah. Okay. He averaged fifty-six point seven games played. Even if you're going to say the new best guys play 70 games, you're still talking about Irving missing 14 games.
0: Looking, I'm look, games. I'm looking forward to you doing the same math on Jimmy Butler, by the way.
1: <laughs> All right. I mean, that's fine. I am. I'm, I'm looking
0: forward to hearing about because I think Jimmy Butler's a little higher than that. And I think also Jimmy Butler's known for being like a guy who's going to play, you know. If he, in the fifties, like he's going to play that many games. What did he play? What did my boy Butler play last year. 57. Yeah. That sounds about right.
1: So, um, I guess the only way I can, can make sense of this for the listener would be to put it this way. And I think we're going to have another one of these players coming up. So I'm excited. Um, this is going to be a crazy episode. Um, Mike only league, just you picking every of the 12 spots. So at some point you have to take Kyrie. Yep. One of the mics has to have Kyrie Irving on their team. Where are you even starting <sighs> to look about at him and where are you picking him?
0: See where, because see where you can goes. say
1: you like let's put let's face it. He finished 7th last year in per game yep. value. You can say that all you want. But if you're picking this guy 7th, you're either the biggest Kyrie Irving fan I know or you have some inside information I don't have or you just assume he's going to be motivated and play every game possible.
0: Yeah, I see. Right? I, 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 yeah, and I see where you're. I see where you're going with this, right? Because at some point he has to be taken, right? And chances are you're in a league where there's th- everyone's thinking the same thing. I doubt. I actually really the temperature in the room is everyone doesn't know what the fuck to do. That's the temperature in the fucking room for for Kyrie Irving. So at some point, the risk reward meets itself where does that where does it meet itself for me oh outside of the top 12 for sure um (laughs) let's see down in like probably down in like the 20 to 25 range maybe even a little bit further when i'm starting to think about like i don't know Donovan Mitchell, uh, or Fred van Fleet or Kyrie Irving, that's when I'm starting to go. Maybe it's worth the risk for Kyrie Irving. After I have if, man, I don't even know if I would do that. it's like I want two players on my team before I want Kyrie before I get Kyrie Irving. So maybe if I'm on the turn so if I pick number one or number two overall and I'm on the turn second to third, maybe that's where I'd say I take go. Well I've
1: sketched this out maybe a little more than you have. I'll just tell you some things I think. Of okay. Um I I get what you're saying about those players, and we've talked about that kind of late second round, how it's a little bit sketchy. Yeah. Let's let's put it that way. Like you don't necessarily want those players as second round players. But some teams, guys, we've talked about. Dom Morant, I have him in my third round. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shay Gillis Alexander, I have him in my third round. Chris okay. Paul, I have him in my third Marcus round. Paul. I'd much rather have all three of those players than Kyrie Irving. Because I feel good about all three of those players well, trying to play every game.
0: I feel good about, and yeah. Yes, feel, they're going
1: to miss some too. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel good about them all playing. Is, I mean, Shea Gillis is going to be questionable too, but like I feel very comfortable about them playing. Closer to what was now the new standard of 70 than Kyrie by a lot.
1: Yeah, so using that logic, Kyrie is in my fourth round. Because at that point, there are guys like Desmond Bain. And people that I'm going like, you know what, Kyrie is just too, too good. Yeah.
0: The, the drop-off is steep. And I think maybe even per game value, I might have Kyrie a little bit higher in my brain than uh, I, I think per game, I like him better than you, Tyler. But yeah, at some point, you'll reach the you, you start looking around and going, yeah, would it be the worst thing in the world if I uh, have get Kyrie, and I already have two people on my team, three people on my team, and if he shits out, oh well, I missed out on, like you're saying, Desmond Bain. I missed out on, I don't know, Pascal Siakam or whatever.
1: And perhaps this is worth mentioning, and and maybe this will change some people's minds too. Um, in the 2021, 2020, 2021 season, Irving played fifty four games, and in total value, he finished as the seventh best player in fantasy.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Upside is wild, and I don't know, like if you if you want to get him on, like that's I think that's my issue, right? You're probably, maybe in the rarest of leagues, you're going to find him sitting there in the fourth round. If everyone's sitting there going, no way, not touching, no way, not touching, eventually someone's got to touch him. Don't quote me on that. And you might get him in the fourth round in the the rarest of leagues. I think you're going to see a lot more people take him on that second to third round turn. I think that's where his ADP is going to be this year.
1: I will say this, too. If he plays twenty nine games again at the rate he played last yep. year, you want to guess where he finished in total value? Uh, was he in
0: the, I, was he in the top one hundred? I'm gonna say he's in the top one hundred. Uh,
1: do you want to guess again?
0: Ooh, top two hundred.
1: He wasn't the top two hundred. He was in the top one hundred
0: fifty. Okay. Borderline state one
1: forty five. Borderline 145.
0: state league player in twenty nine games. Pretty crazy.
1: There's a few a few names that finished ahead of him, just ahead of him. You ready? Sure. Hassan Whiteside, Nas Reed, Pavon Looney right. and Patty Mills. Shout out
0: Patty Mills. <laughs> Patty Mills had a nice stretch. Patty Mills, come on the show. i to talk to you. Come on the show. Yeah, I'd say Kyrie, you know, with uh when it comes to our advice about Kyrie, go with God. Like you gotta weigh your risk, all that risk you gotta weigh yourself. For team, you gotta weigh yourself. You gotta her draft you gotta weigh yourself. I, I don't think we can get involved in this. I don't want to be responsible for telling anybody to pick Kyrie. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to own him this season.
1: And May, like maybe how many times have I said this? How many times have I said this? You've heard me say this a million risk. times. It's your team. Yeah, risk reward. Don't listen to me, right? Don't listen to me. It's your team. If you love Luka Doncic and you want to make, take him first overall, do it. Luka Doncic do don't don't is amazing. Don't do it. Take right? a second.
0: 1st I mean? like, Take Nikola but, Jokic first. Don't do it.
1: But again, like Nikola Jokic wasn't the best player three years ago. Right? He he leaped his way up there. Is that fair? Oh, yeah, no,
0: I mean do whatever you want. It's like like I said, this is supposed to be fun. This is supposed to be entertaining. Right. And you know what? I'm and, not gonna have fun. I'm not gonna have fun spending a second round draft pick on Kyrie Irving and him sporadically playing. I'm not gonna have any fun. Have
1: any fun. That's my point, right? If you're a big Trey Young stand and he's sitting there at four and you want to watch the Hawks every night, pick like Trey Young. You can overcome that in your draft. You've got a really good player, right? And so the same thing kind of goes for Kyrie in reverse, right? Don't pick Kyrie because you go, oh, well, he's the best, most talented player on the board, but I don't want to watch the Nets and I don't really want Kyrie, but I think I got to pick him here. That's not real
0: not i've i been ha- like, like i said we're talking about having fun being happy there has been plenty of times i've said no thank you to a player either similar to similar where they're like too risky or they're just you don't know what you're going to get out of them too injury prone and just st- stuck them with someone else and i would say actually more times than not i've been pretty happy with that choice
1: You've heard me say this about two, two guys who I love to watch play. Joel Embiid and Zion Williamson, right, in the past. Yeah. I've been like, this guy gets hurt a lot. I don't know that I want this guy at this pick, right? That's me choosing, right? And and there's choices in life, right? You can pick anything you want. If you don't want the player because you don't worry about his injury risk, go with somebody else who you think is better, right? It might blow up in your face. Joel Embiid finished what? Third last year. I didn't have him on any teams. Yeah. It happens. Sometimes it works in reverse, right? I didn't have Zion on any teams. He barely played. He didn't play oh, at thank all. God. Right?
0: Thank God we told all y'all to not draft Zion no matter what.
1: Right? And so, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong. But again, like, at the end of the day, I liked my team, right? I felt good about my team. Sometimes it worked out. I won a couple leagues last year. Sometimes it didn't. I lost some. <laughs> You know what I happens. Mean? Whatever.
0: If that's the name of the game. Well, with Kyrie, go like I said. Go with God. Go with your instinct. Go with your level of fun you want to have, or the risk and reward you want to take. I'm actually like I wouldn't actually be shocked if I did get Kyrie like in the end of the third or uh, beginning of the fourth. It's like I think everybody's kind of in the same boat. They don't know what to do with them. They're tired of them. they all might pass. So if you if you want to take the risk reward even in like the third fourth round, do it. Um, I'm all about that. But here's the next person we're about to talk about is someone I will not take a risk. I will not take his rewards because there are no re- rewards to have. From Benny, uh, I don't know his middle name, Simmons. I was going to say Jerome Simmons. It just sounded right, but I don't think that.
1: Enderman David ben Simmons says Jumin, I cannot confirm or deny those words. Benjamin
0: David what S- uh, Simmons. Himself. What's his nickname? Love, we, we never got the nickname huh. guy on the on the show.
1: Wow, he's got a lot of nicknames. Simo the no, Savage. Is no one says one. that. Young, young socialite. Uh, nobody says two. that. Fresh Prince is Never number three. That. Number four might be the best one of all. Do you want to guess what um, it is?
0: Okay, it's like, uh, uh, like Big Ben or the Big Big Ben. Benny
1: is big. Benny is number okay. five, and Big Ben is okay. number hey, six. There's actually. There's eight. There's I don't know why anyone. I've list. never heard
0: anyone call him Big Ben. I just it was like his oh, name is Ben. I Let me give one. Uh, Big Ben.
1: There's nine on Jesus the list. Christ, I
0: nine. You gotta get. We gotta find the guy who writes this. You have to find him.
1: No, number number four though is the best. Peacemaker.
0: What? Peacemaker.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a very ironic nickname given all this happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for Mr. Simmons in recent... Isn't
0: that a, uh, isn't show. That a TV show with John Cena?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's he's like... Uh, this is where we should definitely cut this out, probably, because this will uh, make us sound bad. He's part of the Suicide Squad, and he now has his own TV show. John Cena does play Peacemaker. Why does that make us
0: sound bad? sound very cool and interesting and uh, down with the hip TV shows. Um, I would wager this Peacemaker... Uh, uh, was written on basketball reference before the show came out. Let me,
1: yeah. I would assume. I, I all
0: right, I well, we got to figure it. out this is the first question I'm going to ask is let me know about Ben Simmons's. Like, let's go through each one of these nicknames. Um, we got to get us, we got to find the guy who writes this. Um, Ben Simmons, uh, where do I begin? Where do, Where do you want to begin? He's he's 26, he did not play. For various reasons, one being a back injury, another being he didn't feel like playing, another one being like maybe he was out of shape or whatever. Uh, number one, uh, there's lots of reasons he didn't play. Where uh, n- nothing I felt um, felt like I didn't know when, what, where, how, why. This is another case of like, do I? Who's gonna play more games, Kyrie Irving or Ben Simmons? I'm gonna take Kyrie Irving. I have no idea how many games here gonna play. They said it could be zero, yeah,
1: so this one again is and this is why I said this team is is a team, man um i what what do you say like I guess what where I would go with this and and maybe this is the the place to start is what he did the last time we saw him on the court, yeah right. And then we can maybe kind of determine what we should expect from him. Sure. All right? So last time we saw him on the court, 58 games. There's no free throws. There's no three-pointers, and the free throws are bad on pretty significant volume. Right? So you're putting yourself in a two-category hole the second you sign up for the Ben Simmons experience. Is that fair? 55%, 56% from the
0: line.
1: Okay, so the last time we saw him, he finished 76th in per-game value, but only played 58 games. Okay. So, okay, not great. Right? He didn't play at all last season, so you can throw that right out the window. Now, for total value in 58 games, he was 85th. Now, in a roto league, do you want this guy at all? No,
0: absolutely not.
1: He's going to take... He's going to take your free throw, and he's going to he, kill you in
0: three points. Yeah, like he is, um, first off, technically, he is a guard. So you bring in your point guard. Uh, he's going to give you good, great rebounds for a point guard. His steals are fantastic. He's not going to score. He's not going to hit threes at all. He's going to destroy your field goal percentage by more than maybe anyone in the league, Like, t- like top-tier destroyer of field goal percentages. So as a roto player, completely out like completely out. I will not have Ben Simmons. And now let's add I, I I don't know if you're ready to add the risk reward, but to me the, the the risk is high and the reward is not there. There's no reward for me. It's just a guy who's gets good rebounds and assists and steals. And that's pretty cool, I guess, but like you got to have a very specific head-to-head build to fit him into your team.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, we talk about not just last year, but the two years before that, he dealt with injuries, right? So, I mean, how how many games do you feel good about this, about Ben Simmons playing? Like, sure, maybe he comes back and he's in prove-it mode and he looks awesome, but here's another worrying, concerning thing. Points per game? 15.8, 16.9, 16.4, 14.3, 15.8, 16.9, 16.4, 14.3, right? Rebounds per game, lowest rebounds per game of his career, the last time we saw him. Assists per game, lowest assists per game, last time we saw him. Steals per game, second lowest of his career, last time we saw him. Blocks per game, lowest of his career, the last time we saw him.
0: Uh, can I add? Yeah, now, I think you're about to add the same thing. Go, Go ahead.
1: Well, now you can say he was playing through injury that year, right? You can say a lot a lot of things about it, but why do we assume that he's healthier now and a lot of why he decided he didn't want to play for Brooklyn before the back injury was mental health issues right, and so those those aren't like you know it's not like a broken bone where you sit out for a month or two and it's healed, and you're better like. Who's to say they're Yeah, fixed? and
0: mental health issues are, are very real and uh, they're very serious. And uh, all the love and respect for anyone who's dealing with mental health issues, um, as have I dealt with, I've also dealt with mental health issues. They never truly go away. And uh, it is something that is very important for uh, anyone out there who uh, needs to address them. Please address them. People love you. We love you. Um, I think that's really important. I, think, I hope Ben Simmons gets healthy uh, and I hope he is happy with his choices. I hope he his mental health is uh, becomes great. I really do. I really hope that for Ben Simmons. Um, I just don't even know if he plays this year. He's been cleared for three on three basketball activities as of like a couple days ago. Being cleared for three on three means you're not ready to play. Like that's not full contact. That's not full scrimmages. Three on three. Uh, That's the the pathway to being ready. Let's just say uh, everything falls right. Everything falls perfectly. And they think Ben Simmons is going to be ready for game one. He hasn't played in almost two years. Um, Game one, Ben Simmons is going to start. Behind Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving... Both incredibly ball-dominant players. Listen, if you want to go all the way into the basketball, Ben Simmons needs the ball to be effective. Kyrie Irving needs the ball to be effective. Kevin Durant is most effective with the ball.
1: Oh, now, we can debate that one. I
0: think Kevin Durant is most effective with the ball.
1: Kevin Durant is is fantastic with the ball. He may be even better without.
0: He's better without the ball if you got someone like I don't know, like Steph Curry, the one of the greatest players of all time, uh, on the court. Sure.
1: Well, oh, well, and I mean, thought he and, and Kyrie before before they got James Harden, right? They 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 did the dance pretty well together with, you know, sharing the ball and Kevin Durant playing off the ball some and Kyrie Irving playing off the ball some and. Um, Kevin Durant shot 45% from three in the 2021 Crazy. season. And a lot of that was he got a lot of catch and shoot opportunities because other people could handle the ball. And dude's a sniper, man. Like he he tells you, right? Easy money sniper, yeah. right? Like he
0: The optimist um, would come around and go, Ben Simmons makes the like you'll run Kyrie off screens, you'll have Kevin Durant in the corner. And then you'll run pick and rolls with well, Ben and Simmons here's the and other Claxton, thing... and that's an unstoppable, completely unstoppable team. And I guess on paper you're right. You ain't playing the game on paper. Well,
1: we saw this though with James Harden, right? When when all three of them were healthy, which you can count those games I think on all your fingers and yeah. toes. Um, Ames was probably the, the the top playmaker in those games. Yeah. Sure. Like James had the ball more than those guys. He's probably so, the best playmaker play on the
0: team, too. Is Simmons the best playmaker on this team?
1: That's a question. I don't know that I want to answer. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think he is. But is the offense most effective with him as the best playmaker? Right? And I don't think so. Really, really what Simmons... Probably the offense is probably most effective if Simmons is like the center. I like Simmons sets some screens and Simmons, you know, plays that kind of uh, role. Like a, but is he willing to do that? Is
0: he going like a, a stretch five? I can't stretch.
1: Well, well he's not a stretch five. That's yeah. what I mean. That's why he's like he's best in the dunker. response. So, yeah.
0: So, my, my, right? my, my thought if, he, if he, is he can't
1: have the ball, he's best. What in the is dunkers. Nick
0: Claxton doing then? Because
1: that's Nick Claxton's job. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know that I know the answer to that question. I like, right? I like Nick Claxton. And I like
0: him a lot.
1: Nick's, Nick Claxton is uh, an actual fairly good big man at defending on the perimeter, too, which is uh, something needed for a big man in today's NBA. Um, yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do with Simmons, I guess. Let's probably put a ball on this. Um, where and Mike, only draft where do you want Ben Simmons? Because this kind of goes the same thing as the Kyrie thing, right? Like, Let's assume it's head-to-head. Let's assume it's eight categories. Let's assume you could punt anything, and some of your teams are obviously punting something by the time you're going to draft Ben Head, Simmons. Or, head-to-head. I'm assuming.
0: Head-to-head, yeah. and I'm punting uh, free throws. Still probably take him after 75. Roto, I'm not drafting them at all. That's
1: fair. That's kind of where I'm at too. Like, I think you know, he's outside my top fifty. He's not really in my fifty to seventy-five. Oh, but after that me, point, like, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of upside there. And
0: how about this? Um, I don't think he should. He should not go undrafted. How about that? Even in a roto league, I don't think he should go undrafted.
1: Here's the here's the other thing I will uh, caveat this with. Let's say training camp arrives. You see Ben Simmons playing. We see, I don't know how many preseason games the Nets play, but let's say they have one to go. Um, and Simmons looks good, and Ben Simmons is handling the ball a fair amount.
0: I'm a little more, yeah. I'm a little more, I'm obviously, a little more interested after that. But
1: I think at that point, if, if, the, if those things all come into that line, he probably could crack my top 50 in,
0: in head, head, to head to head, certainly. Um, Oh, no, I don't budge and head to head. If
1: we if we don't see if we don't see Ben Simmons on the court during training camp, he might go undrafted for me.
0: He I, might fall into the I don't zone think undrafted. there's a, anything you can do to crack my top fifty. Um let's talk about the rest of this team. Nick Claxton. Got, I mean I think we both like Nick Claxton. I think we both kind of talked about him a little bit last season. I uh, didn't really love the um, I think they had DeAndre Jordan there for a while, right? Um, or was it Andre Drummond? It's hard, it's hard to keep track of
1: these guys. And the cast of, of old yeah. centers, Michael. The cast, the whole cast oh, Marcus God. Aldridge was there. DeAndre Drummond was there. DeAndre oh. Drummond. I, I made a new player there. Uh, yeah, they had a lot of guys. They had uh,
0: Griffin playing some center. Um, yeah, the. the kind of kept nick claxton uh, surprisingly right kept nick claxton off the court
1: i'm surprised you didn't want to talk about the guy i think might be the next best fantasy player on this team but we'll well, can talk yeah,
0: about i would like nick to talk about nick claxton um
1: um so nick claxton last year was not good but only played 20 minutes a game i mean like fantasy wise i'm we like him on the court. Let's yes. let's throw that out there. Uh 20.7 minutes a game, finished 195th. Mm-hmm. Uh, only played 47 games. So that's a uh, something not uh, like to see. Right? Um has never really played, right? Like 15, 32, 47. So got to prove that, I think. Um very interesting profile. A guy though that I want Outside the top 100 is one of my last couple picks, and I
0: don't. I think, think this is a comment. fun flyer. If it's like, hey, this is the guy we're putting him in. He's gonna play minutes. This is it. Like Claxton's the guy. Without that guaranteed, um, you know, hey, he's gonna start. He's gonna play. You know, closer to 28 minutes than 20. Um, it's it's the same thing as last year, and I'm not I'm not interested in seeing him play like 16, 18 minutes. I think with minutes, this guy's a, ni- a nice fantasy center. Like old school, traditional rebounds, blocks, and, you know, scrappy points. Someone that should be in, should be drafted in a regular league if he's playing starter closer to starters minutes. But if not, uh, once again, this is just a nice prospect. I just think a lot of people are going to have his eyes on him, have their eyes on Nick Claxton. Um, if you don't like Nick Claxton, a, a, a very good... Hey, Nick Claxton for a dollar. And then you hear somebody say two and you uh, drop right out.
1: This is a crazy good team, too. It's kind of insane that Kevin Durant wanted off this team, other than the drama aspects of it. Like, this is a great team. team.
0: Like, that's where he's going to go. Like, that's where he's going to get the ability to, uh, you know, fight for championships, and is in the East and on a team with Kyrie.
1: Well, yeah, and I mean, maybe he knows things we don't
0: potentially,
1: um, which right. your is your boy, it's very possible. Um, well, this is a this is a th- another player, right? That is a I. this is another player that maybe we don't know about, right? It is Mr. TJ Warren,
0: yes, sir. I've heard of this TJ Warren you speak of, right?
1: 2020 averaging 19.8 points a game, getting you 1.2 steals shooting 53.6% from the field and 80% from the foul line. Um, then since then, TJ Warren has played four games. Yes. Four. Um, signed with the Nets for relatively the minimum. And I don't know. I don't know what to say about TJ Warren either.
0: This is a team of real unknowns. But, like, TJ Warren's like a fun flyer, right? Because let's, like, look around the team Off, even if Ben Simmons is playing, there is uh, a wing spot that someone needs to play. One guy on this team who's definitely a wing player, his name's TJ Warren, who can play good minutes, his name's TJ Warren, who can make uh, shots, especially when he's open, his name's TJ Warren. And guess what? He's going to be open because Kyrie and KD are out on the floor.
1: And so, this is what I mean like, if, if you're telling me late round flyer, Claxton. And T.J. Warren are both on the give board. Give me T.J. Warren. So, I mean, give me T.J. Warren in the sense that claxtons they've never really given Claxton the minute. So why are they going to start now? Maybe they will, but why are they going to start now? Where's T.J. Warren? We've seen T.J. Warren be really good.
0: Yeah, this this feels like a I forgot this guy exists kind of draft pick. And those there's always one, or at least a handful, of a, oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy's relevant. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot that guy existed. Um... T.J. Warren feels like that guy because I feel like he was like that even when he was good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about T.J. Warren. Well, and
1: here's why you want him as a last-round pick, right? He has never played more than 67 games in a season. And is average, okay, so this guy has been in the league for eight years if you count last year where he didn't play. He's played 332 games in eight years. So he averages forty-one and a half games a season. It's not
0: great, I like that.
1: But there have been lots of very fantasy productive stretches. Um, basically, he went a three-year stretch where he averaged nineteen point three points, one point one steals, point six blocks, four and a half rebounds, fifty point nine percent from the field, and seventy-nine
0: percent. Very, from very that nice. That's, not, that's top seventy-five yeah. for sure. And so. I don't think he gets. I don't think yeah, he gets so there. Some upside yeah, there. that's what you want to look for in those last few picks: is, is, is upside. TJ Warren's got the upside. Don't think he's going to get back to that, but the opportunity is there for him.
1: Well, and here's the thing, though: if he's playing at the beginning of the season, and you're going, like, dude, you know, can can TJ Warren? The question is: can TJ Warren beat out Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, and Seth Curry for minutes?
0: And
1: The last time we saw TJ Warren, he was probably better than all those players, right? And so, yeah, if he could do that, he could probably score you 14, 15 a game. And be pretty good with good percentages and just getting you a little bit, you know, getting good steals. Like, that's an interesting player Uh, for last round pick. Like,
0: 15 a game with your last round pick? That's incredibly nice. Um, Speaking of guys who can score, Seth Curry. Are you drafting Seth Curry to redraft league?
1: Seth Curry is currently underrated,
0: is. man.
1: He scores.
0: He Seth hits Seth Curry
1: may be the best shooter in the oh. NBA. He
0: uh, may be the best shooter in
1: the NBA. 43.9% for his career.
0: Wild. Absolutely wild. And um, if you look at per game value last season, played 64 games. Uh, 90th overall in an ACAT league. 9-0. Yeah, the
1: question is, can he score 15 a game? I mean, that was a career high. He keeps getting better, though. (laughs) The dude keeps getting better. Uh, The Sixers let him play-make a little bit more than the Nets did, so he was getting four assists a game when he played for the Sixers. Uh, That dropped to 2.6 a game, which is more on par with what he did the season before um, once he went to Brooklyn.
0: Problem really is... You kind of know what you're going to get out of him. It's kind of like, eh, all
1: right. And it's points and threes, but like, I mean, I don't hate him just outside the top 100.
0: Like, yeah, if you're top looking top around at your team, you just need to boost something, like percentages, right? Hey, we, nobody does percentages, but you want to boost your percentages. Uh, points, three-pointers. There you go. There's your guy. You know what you're going to get. You know where you're getting from. He's a really nice fantasy role player. Nice just got to have on your bench? Is there anyone else you want uh, on this team hanging around on your bench that you're going to draft?
1: Uh what's a joe harris do you do want a joe harris i can't get
0: i i, I can't get behind joe harris
1: another elite three-point shooter last year was really the only year yeah. he was hurt you know what i mean like he he had had a good stretch before that of, of being pretty healthy i mean he averaged over 14 points a game two straight years the problem with joe harris is there's never any defensive stats dude he's literally just like 14 points and some yeah threes and if you want
0: 14 points and some threes nothing. why wouldn't you just go with seth curry
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, like, if Seth Curry's taken or whatever and it's on you know, the last couple rounds, I mean, Joe Harris is Joe Harris is going to be another guy. Like, people forget about Joe Harris because he was not good at all last year. So you need you need some points and threes with your last pick. They're worth and other than last year, he spent the last
0: three years before that hanging around uh, in, in that uh, kind of bench area, that second plateau, as a standard league player. So um, that's probably, like, chances are to revert. We always say it, revert to the mean. He's 31 years old. He's probably going to hit some threes. He's probably going to be open. He's probably going to get to the occasional decent rebound game. And that's about it, right? Like, he's just going to do Joe Harris stuff. Um, I think I like Seth Curry over Joe Harris, but there he is. He's, he's out there. He's, uh probably should be on somebody's bench. I think sure, it for, for the sure. Brooklyn Nets. Probably the team with the most standard league players What we've done so far.
1: Oh, that's 100% certain. I mean, this is a good team, man. This, and this is also one of the craziest teams because literally they have so many players that you're like, what is this guy going to do? And then, like, here's the thing, too. Like, for some of the teams, we go like, all right, well, what's happening here? I think by the time the season starts, we'll have it pretty well figured out. For this team... I don't know that we're gonna have anything
0: figured yeah, out at any point. Yeah, I think that's the scariest part, and that's the hardest part. Hopefully, we were able to put some of this stuff in the perspective for you. But that the risk out there, and all these guys, uh, or the the main guys anyway, that we're talking about outside of KD, still still sitting there. Even KD might get traded. You know what I mean? So it's all oh, that's gonna be circling around this team. If you wanna, have, if that's not, so, that doesn't sound fun to deal with, then don't do it. Right. Uh, but if you want to take the risk reward it's up to you and with Kyrie, i think it's worth it with ben simmons it's not uh, but hey the role players are still there and they're still pretty good i think that's it for the nets tyler where can people find you on twitter
1: you find me, on twitter, find me tyler, you at watch? watch
0: the boxes if you like the show please rate and review us or check us out on twitch.tv slash watching the boxes for upcoming content right before the uh Start of the season, during the season, we're going to be doing some more videos. We're going to have some guest stars guest stars on. Some of the stars from around uh, the fantasy basketball. Probably not anybody from the league. Probably just regular fantasy basketball people. Maybe if we might get somebody, shout out to anybody who's listening who's in the league. Let us know. We'll have you on the show anytime. Um, If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash watchingtheboxes. Uh, two dollars a month that's it to be a patreon and you help support the show and we really appreciate it and hopefully the content is worth that much to you like uh, it's that's really not that much money it's less than a cup of coffee a month uh, I, I can only buy literally because i got we got you know i got split with tyler i can only buy like every twice a year i can buy like a cup of coffee if you donate two dollars a month on patreon that's it
1: a year. that's it well, those Chicago they right there are
0: more more expensive. Together, you know? Some of them are pretty decent. So, but yeah, I ain't going to no Starbucks, Tyler. We uh, yeah, real coffee here in Chicago. Uh, shout out to everybody who hates Starbucks. Shout out to Brooklyn Nets. Shout out to you for listening. We'll see you next time.